Welcome to this month's special programming series, Focus on Cancer, on ReachMD XM157. You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a special segment on the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, and I traveled to Phoenix, Arizona for the Mayo Clinic's fifth state-of-the-art symposium on hematological malignancies, where I first spoke with course co-director Phil Gripe. Dr. Gripe is a professor of medicine at the Department of Hematology at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. This conference started a number of years ago. This is the fifth state-of-the-art conference. When was the first one? And you were the founder of this. So what gave you the idea to do this, and what's the purpose of this conference? About six years ago, we decided to meet as a group. This was primarily an educational effort. We had no educational meetings in the Division of Hematology to speak of. We wanted to share some of the breaking knowledge that was occurring, particularly in uh, multiple myeloma, which were many new treatments at that time. So that was really the genesis for the first meeting, which was at Jacksonville, Florida, at Amelia Island. It was a small meeting, about 35 invited people and about 15 or 20 other individuals, mostly physicians and scientists, at the very first meeting. And how has it changed over the years? So we're at the fifth meeting now. What's different about this and how much bigger is it? Well, the meeting has grown now to, I think, over 100 registrants. It is more of an educational meeting, has more broad goals involving education in the area of all of the hematologic malignancies multiple myeloma, lymphoma, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, myeloid disorders, transplant, and also it has broadened into supportive care, nursing care, and more of a team approach to educating and the physicians and nurses with regard to the hematologic malignancies in general. Who are the co-sponsors? What are the companies that provide funding for this? Are they pharmaceutical companies? Are they not-for-profits? Primarily uh, pharmaceutical companies that are sponsoring the meeting. The first meeting was generously supported by some donors, and including uh, then Goldman Partnerships, helping us out with organizing the meeting and getting it together. And then we invited some pharmaceutical companies to support us with unrestricted uh, educational grants, including Celgene, Millennium, Amgen, and many other companies. You're not only the course director, but you're also one of the faculty members. Tell us about the presentation that you made here at the 5th State-of-the-Art Symposium. My talk was primarily about the biology and prognosis of multiple myeloma. And multiple myeloma is a disease affecting the bone and bone marrow grows best in the bone and bone marrow, and many of the new prognostic factors and prognostic systems have developed because of knowledge of the biology of myeloma. I spoke primarily to the new international staging system, which is being widely used, which we developed and published a couple of years ago, the ISS in multiple myeloma, which has been a very reproducible and well-accepted staging system for multiple myeloma. I spent most of my talk also talking about the plasma cell labeling index, which is a way of measuring the growth rate of myeloma. Usually when you see a patient, you see them as a snapshot in the disease, and you don't know whether the disease is growing fast, growing slow. That can have a significant impact on how you manage the patient. So this labeling index test does do that, and measurements, more sophisticated measurements are happening. And just as we're accomplishing major advances in treatment of the disease with many, many new treatments, we're also technologically advancing in being able to measure the growth rates of tumors. When we first started this conference six or seven years ago, we were still having trouble keeping multiple myeloma patients alive. What's changed since then in that less than a decade? 
In less than a decade, we've seen the survival of myeloma patients move from about 24 to 36 months on up to five to six to seven years and longer based on the new therapies that are available, including thalidomide and its derivative, Revlimid, and also including Velcade or Bortezomib. And uh, these new agents, we're just learning how to apply and combine them better. We expect new advances, and there are second and third generation drugs that are coming out, and also new first-in-class drugs that are coming out. So we expect there to be major advances in survival in the coming years, and uh, perhaps even a cure if we hit exactly the right combination. Next, I spoke with one of the faculty members of the Mayo Clinic State-of-the-Art Symposium on Hematological Malignancies, Dr. David Steensma. Dr. Steensma is with the Division of Hematology and an Associate Professor of Medicine and Oncology at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Dr. Steensma, tell us a little bit about the material that you presented here and what challenges there were in presenting material to a clinician audience instead of a scientific audience. Well, thanks, Bruce. I talked this morning about myelodysplastic syndromes, which is my area of special interest. And then this afternoon, I'm going to talk about the use of cytogenetic testing and other tests for evaluating patients with MDS and for looking at what their prognosis is. I actually enjoy this meeting quite a bit because so many of the audience members are clinicians who are taking care of patients and have real-world problems that they ask about. We have some real engaging panel discussions where people ask questions that could easily be the focus of a new clinical trial. And so that's the kind of thing that I really enjoy about this conference. It is different from talking to a scientific audience, uh, from people who have a large experience either in the disease area that I'm interested in or people who have more of a laboratory presence than a clinic presence. You really have to focus on things here that are clinically relevant, that are going to affect how people practice the medicine that they do in their offices when they see their patients. And they're not always so interested in the basic biology and so more interested in the clinical application and then sort of the translation for understanding the rationale behind some of the clinical application. So that's really what I enjoy about this meeting. My next guest was course director of the Fifth State of the Art Mayo Clinic Symposium on Hematological Malignancies, Dr. Rafael Fonseca. Dr. Fonseca is an associate professor of medicine at the Mayo Clinic in Scottsdale, Arizona. Dr. Fonseca, tell us a little bit about your perspective on this particular meeting and its importance. Oh, thank you very much, Bruce. Those meetings have become really critical for the transmission of ongoing research and cutting-edge information regarding clinical trials for patients with multiple malignancies. In our case, in particular, hematologic malignancies. The field is moving quite fast, and it's not an exaggeration to say that the treatment options for patients with the different conditions we deal with can change from month to month. This creates a big challenge for the private practitioners and people out in the community who uh, have to keep up with all of this information to provide the best and most up-to-date treatment to their patients. So I think we see this as a great opportunity for education. We find it challenging to get great questions and does it becomes a very interactive forum. So give us one or two quick highlights of things that changed from last year to this year that are important for the clinical practice of blood cancers. I think I'll tell you a bit more about what I know best, which is multiple myeloma and the number of combinations that are now available that are able to induce complete remissions and durable complete remissions 
emissions is really unprecedented. For instance, we have an extended follow-up of the combination of lenalidomide and dexamethasone for the upfront treatment of the disease, which has resulted in significant improvements in the survival of patients. We also had a seminal clinical trial provided by the group from Salamanca, where they tested the combination of bortezomib, melphalan, and prednisone versus melphalan and prednisone, showing a much greater efficacy of that combination that contains bortezomib, much better quality of responses, and clearly an improvement in survival. And as we have learned in the past, many times progress comes not only from the development of new drugs, but from the development of smarter combinations, and that seems to be the case for many of the hematologic malignancies. And last, I spoke with co-director of the Mayo Clinic's Fifth State-of-the-Art Symposium on Hematological Malignancies, Dr. Ruben Mesa. Dr. Mesa is a hematologist and medical oncologist at the Mayo Clinic in Scottsdale, Arizona. I noticed that at this conference, you're talking about a conference coming up in Chicago that is more patient-focused instead of clinician-focused. Tell us a little bit about this Living with Blood Cancer conference that's coming up. When is it? Where is it? And what's the purpose? It's a conference we're very excited about. This is the Living with a Blood Cancer Patient Symposium. It's a conference directed at patients and family members in Chicago, May 2nd through the 4th, 2008, at the Sheraton on the River. The origin of this conference was our experience with individual conferences for individual diseases. In other words, we've organized conferences in the past for patients only with myeloma or only CLL or only myeloproliferative disorders. And built those conferences originally around just talking about treatment for their disease to broader conferences that deal with shared issues and challenges they face, such as fatigue, financial challenges, what are their legal rights when ill, issues with intimacy, etc., and decided that it would make a lot of sense to have a conference that really has never been held before. This would be perhaps the largest and most comprehensive patient conference that has been attempted across the spectrum of blood cancers with a core of mini symposium for updates on therapy for individual diseases. But around that, we've built a very comprehensive set of talks to try to help individuals confront and help challenges with their disease, as well as the issue of cancer survivorship. We have a keynote address from Noreen Aziz, who's the NIH Director of Cancer Survivorship. We have topics such as nutrition, what can I eat to make myself feel better? How should I be exercising? alternative medicines, insomnia, intimacy, many, many different topics. And we hope that it'll be a very valuable experience for patients and family members with these diseases. And if I'm a physician who wants to advise my patients to go to this, is there a place I'll be able to go to gather some of that same information so that when they come back, I'll be in a position to support them? Certainly, physicians, if they also wish to attend, we will certainly be very happy to have them attend as well. And certainly we'll have this information available on the web, probably in an unprotected fashion, so that this information will be able to benefit others who are unable to attend. Has the Mayo Clinic ever done this kind of a large patient symposium before in other diseases? And if you know, what was the response to that? We have done it on individual disease basis, and the response has been very, very favorable. But this will certainly be the largest and most ambitious of these that has been performed. So we have 35 faculty from not only the Mayo system, but really leaders across the spectrum of blood cancers from both the Chicagoland area and from across the country to really help us make a very special event. Individuals who have participated in these conferences before in terms of faculty have found it to be very rewarding and enriching and really helps to 
inspire them to kind of continue the research efforts that they have ongoing. So we find that it tends to be very enjoyable for both faculty and attendees. Will there be sessions at this conference that are also designed for the family members, caregivers, and loved ones of the patients and what they need to do around the care of the patient? Certainly we're considering some special breakouts, especially for those sort of support measures. In addition, we are working with various patient foundations to try to help create greater sense of community amongst these groups of patients. The MDS Foundation, the MPD Foundation, individuals from the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, American Cancer Society, many different societies which are helpful with aspects of individuals who have these diseases. We're trying to help in any way we can in terms of synergy and provide some community for these patients. I'm attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President and Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. And thank you for listening. Listen all month as ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals, as we feature a special series, Focus on Cancer. This ReachMD program is featured on CIRMO, a free online community exclusively for physicians. To discuss this program with your colleagues, visit www.sermo.com. That's S-E-R-M-O dot com. When you join, enter ReachMD in the promotion box to receive a $15 Amazon gift card.